When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome in. David Murphy, Nick Wilson, and Clint Thompson, as well as Aaron Garvick over there uh, uh, on the board. And getting everything going. We've been recording for a while. We we hadn't started the episode, but we've been like, we, the cameras have been on, and we've been recording the audio for about 15, 20 minutes now. And, and you just about, got here. And there's about 14 minutes of that we can't use. Yeah, yeah. We'll explain why later. No, we no, won't. We'll, we'll, we'll probably post it on TikTok. So go oh, my ahead. goodness. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, I don't know. That conversation about, about sticky fingers. <laughs> you said it. Well, I mean, it's a restaurant. It's a restaurant, right? Yeah, yeah no, 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 it's one of my favorite restaurants. Uh, barbecue places. Sticky Fingers Restaurant. Yeah, Sticky Fingers. No, StickyFingersRestaurant.com. Sticky Fingers Restaurant. That's one Add of my the restaurant. It's good. And then there's a moon pie store yep. right across the street from it. Yep. That's downtown Chattanooga. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, it's good. I like downtown Chattanooga. Yeah, it's it's, it's a fun cool. it's a fun place. It's kind of I won't say it's on the on the tier of Birmingham. You know, Birmingham's kind of had a rejuvenation, but Chattanooga yeah. it reminds me a little bit of it. A little, a little Chattanooga's bit. got the river. Right, they, they've got the River Walk. They've got those microbreweries and those bars. And not that that's my scene, but that's it, it adds to the um the uh, the ambiance, the atmosphere of, of downtown for Chattanooga. What was the we recorded an episode of Hammond's Fan last night? Yeah, we with did. Nick Wilson. Uh, Caveat. Caveat, that's what it was. Cavites. Cavites. I don't know why he said that. <laughs> Shout good out to you, Hammy. Good job. Check out the latest episode of Hammond Spam's Retro Review. I don't know when that episode's going to be out. I don't know when this one's going to go out. So this this one will probably go out way after that one went out. Yeah, probably. So we can say what we talked yeah, about. there you go. We talked about No Way Home. Yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. So It's a good, good episode. It'll be out by the time this one airs. Will you listen to that one, David? Spider-Man No Way Home. Probably You'll probably listen to it just because it's a podcast. Yeah. But. I might watch it. Hey, we give you a pretty good shout out there. I will. Yeah. yeah, I'll listen to it probably. And, and I, I might watch Spider-Man. I, you know, I was actually thinking last night that I don't know why, but I may watch Star Wars. No way. Are you serious? Probably not. I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking about it. I don't. I, I probably won't. Like, that. that well, well, I'm not. No, that was I'm a roller coaster. Yeah. I'm not going to watch ride. it. I was thinking about it, but I probably won't. Well, if you decide to, I think I'd like to be there. I think that'd be fun to watch Watching through the window? Or, like, next Well, I mean, I've already, my spot's still there. I mean, where I watch it. I probably probably won't, though. I was just thinking about it. He might get you with a water hose. Well, (laughs) as long as it's not sticky fingers. Yeah. This has come full circle. Yeah. This is, this is just, this is just, this has just come full circle, man. So, what's been going on? Well, we've, we've actually, he and I have been listening to Hammond Spam's y'all's retro review podcast and we we talked about it yesterday i got done with the it was the big red one episode we talked about right Mm -hmm. that we listened to Mm -hmm. the call of duty big red one episode really good episode by the way i thoroughly enjoyed it appreciate that thoroughly enjoyed it you i don't know i got 10 minutes left i'll probably listen to it tonight but i was yeah it was good i enjoyed the world war ii talk well, and that's that's the thing. Like with with something like that, unless it's movie or game related, we don't really get into a whole lot of World War Two talk. But it's it's a fascinating time in history. The stories, the the ins and outs. You got you know the 
thirty thousand foot level story, and you got a ten thousand level foot story, and you got on the ground stories that just like I watched one. Um, I watched a YouTube video today talking about where uh, the the British had found out that the Germans had built a fake uh, fort. Well, it's not fort, but what am I talking about? A base, an army yeah. base, just completely out of wood. They were just trying to get them to waste, you know, their munitions and stuff on destroying the base. Well, the British flew over and dropped wooden bombs and said, you know, wood for wood is what it said on the side of it, saying, hey, we, we know what you're doing. You know, here's some fake bombs to go with your fake your fake base. Well, it's just like you and I were talking about. I think I yesterday about Patton's fake army. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, the balloon at, army a, a, across. Yeah, across yeah. from Calais, mm-hmm. which is where Hitler and most of the Nazi Wehrmacht thought that they were going to land. Right, was the shortest distance between England and France, which was the Calais. Anyway, so yeah, that was that. Yeah, I think that was Operation that Fortitude. Too. I think yeah. what that was. And then my kids were in class. They're doing some World War One research. And they were telling me, and I never heard this before, there was a fake Paris, too. Have y'all ever really? heard that before? Heard I, I, I haven't right. double-checked it. And they said today they that the wristwatch, I think, was invented in the trenches, too. That hmm. makes sense because used to they had they had to yeah. – it was on a chain, right? Yeah. And they had to carry it around in their pocket. But they needed, like, I guess if you're holding a gun and you just do that right there. Or keep it on the underside of your right. arm. Yeah. That's yeah. what they. That's what they said. Oh, that, I never that, heard that before. They may have just been. They may have just made it up. I don't maybe know. I don't know. Somebody verify that for me. Yeah, that'd be that'd be interesting. But going back to the uh, to the to the Patton army, somehow or another it got back to Hitler that Patton. You know, Patton was suspended. Yeah. During that time, because yeah. basically he beat up a soldier for PTSD before it was ever PTSD and with his with his with his forty fives right with his yeah. forty fives he took yeah. his forty five so he was suspended and they brought him back to basically say hey we're going to get you to head up this balloon army the the Germans found out about it and said we know they're coming there because Patton's there yeah Patton's in charge right so they they go over and you know it, it is what it is and now. they heavily defend Calais as a result and right. not so much Normandy which was the original planned invasion point for Operation Overlord and that was. So yeah, it was brilliant. Can you imagine Normandy had they fortified it with everything they they had? You know, I did a research paper in college on Normandy, and I didn't know this until until the because they called that northern part there the Atlantic Wall. Mm -hmm. And the thing about the Atlantic Wall is, yeah, it was more defended in some areas than others. What they thought were going to be highlight points of attack for the Allies, what the Nazis thought. Mm -hmm. But a lot of those soldiers in the western in Western Europe, I, I shouldn't say a lot, more than you would think. More of their soldiers in Western Europe than you would think were were inscripted or inscripted conscripted expatriates from other countries, countries that they had already conquered. So a bunch of those soldiers were Czech soldiers. Mm-hmm. A bunch of those soldiers were Polish soldiers that were basically forced right into the German the Wehrmacht. Yeah, that forgotten soldier book that I was telling yeah. you about the other day. That guy was fighting for Germany, I think, but by the end of the war he was on the French side. Because a lot of them, especially in Western Europe, because you've got to think, before the Allies invaded at Normandy in 1944, in June 1944, all all conflict was mainly focused in, in I'm not going to say not all conflict, Most most of the their resources, Nazis' resources, went towards Italy, and a lot of their resources went to the Eastern Front against the Soviet Union. So they're going to put their, their you know, uh, dollar store, you know, no offense, but their dollar store <laughs> off-brand soldiers in Western Europe because 
it's not of immediate concern. Sure, right? sure. And plus, you've got all, you've got the Atlantic Wall to help defend whatever, whatever, whatever. Be- before we move off, <clears throat> I saw a movie, and and for the life of me, I can't remember the name of it. And maybe you do once I kind of describe this. There was a, a, a situation, World War Two movie. There's a situation where a German, um, a German officer, well, a German um, member of the military, had gotten caught and was talking, and nobody understood what he was saying because he was speaking in Czech. And underneath it had the subtitle says, "I'm I'm Czech. I'm not. I'm here by my own free will. Please don't yeah. kill me." And they ended up killing him anyway. And I, for the life of me, I can't remember. So that that brought up that memory when you said. Um, about you know the different people being there, different different nations being part of that army, and not willingly, and not you willingly, know like on right. the eastern front, there were a lot of Bulgarian, uh, Romanian troops fighting with the Nazis against the Soviets mm-hmm. too, because those countries had, had had allied with Hitler. Anyway, but yeah, and you know that goes back to the conversation too that that really cool story that we talked about that. Was it a British or an American bomber that was flying was back? It was an American. Was it a B fifty two? No, it, like a B twenty nine. Okay, B- so so it was a not a B fifty two. B fifty two. God, B fifty two. That was later on. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, sorry, <laughs> I'm getting my B's mixed up. My bombers mixed up. B twenty nine Stratofortress, right? Mm-hmm. I think I, I guess so. Horrible. <clears throat> was coming back. Yeah, from a bombing raid over Germany, and mm-hmm. had been heavily damaged. Yeah, barely flying. And a Messerschmitt German plane, German yeah. fighter was sent to take care of it. And for some reason, that pilot, that German pilot, Luftwaffe pilot, did not shoot down that plane. Yeah, he escorted him back yeah. out of Germany. Escorted him out of Germany. And then uh, the two pilots met up like 60 years later. Oh, Here wow. recently. So, oh, you ever heard about that? There was a, not, there was that a is, famous painting about it. But like the German, he and, like the, the German pilot, he couldn't tell anybody what he had done because yeah. they would have executed him. Sure. And then the Americans, they told what had happened to them when they got back on the ground, and they said, well, don't tell anybody because yeah. we don't want anybody to see the Germans as friendlies. So they couldn't, neither one of them could tell anybody, but right. they, they met each other. They found each other. Like the German pilot ended up in Canada. Yeah. And the American pilot was in the United States, and they finally got together like, like just like 10 years ago. It probably. was very Amazing. recently. Yeah. And, so, and there's, social there's, media. There's video out there of it, I think. Isn't there a video out there? Of their reunion, yeah, I'm sure. You, yeah, I think a photo so. Photo or something so. that I've I've seen. Yeah, if it's been it the last very, decade, I it would was say very it would emotional. Be. It was very what? Emotional um, I mean, that's kind of re- uh, reminiscent of the um, the trench Christmas the Christmas truce. Yeah, and that I, I listened to a to a shout out to short history of hmm. which is a podcast that I listen listen to, and every episode's different, but. It's like a 20, 30-minute podcast every week. It's different about um, something unique, and they did one about the Christmas truce, and mm-hmm. they talk about the Christmas truce, and they kind of break down some of the myth about the Christmas truce, but also some of the realities of it. Right. And how it was sort of inconsistent. You know, some on on some parts of the, of the line, it was very amicable and 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 both sides came up and yeah they did play a game of footy and all that good stuff and then on some other parts of the of the of the front it wasn't as it wasn't as you know the guys stayed in their trenches but they just didn't fire on each other you right. know so but garth brooks got a song about that he right? does christmas yeah. song he does bella wood or something bella like wood. that and what about um that forgotten soldier book i want to pre-recommend it all right <laughs> a pre-rec yeah all right <laughs> Hey, now y'all know what Patton did when he crossed the Rhine River. He right? peed in the Rhine. Yeah, yeah. 
peed. Right. Yeah. Know that. Yeah. Do you know that? I did not. He took a took a good old pee. Well, he stopped right in front of everybody. Yeah. Before he went into Germany, I guess going across the Rhine River, his jeep told his jeep driver to stop. And it was a big deal him going into Germany. Photographers taking picture, all the soldiers on the, watching him do it, and he stopped right in the middle of the bridge and got off and unzipped, peed in the river in front of everybody, and zipped up, got back in the jeep. How's this for a newspaper clipping? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he spit on the ground when he got on the other side. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Talk about a guy that you'd love to go meet. I mean, that guy, wow. He got killed in a car wreck in Belgium. Right after the war. After the war. Yeah. And, you know, there's some conspiracy theories yeah. out there that think that somebody had him offed. Yeah. Who knows? But I'm just going to throw that out there, it too. It could happen. I don't, I'm not saying I, mean, I believe it. I wouldn't believe put it past that, him. But, yeah, I wouldn't put it past but, somebody. So. you know, he, he, he kind of, at the end of the war, he was definitely one of the more well-known, popular. And, you know, he was never a four-star general. No. He wasn't. He made it to what? A three, three. star? Yeah. So, um, who are the two big generals during that time? Patton and MacArthur. We had four, well, four of them that made five star. Yeah. But you can only be a five star during war. Is that correct? I don't but, think we've had any since we, then, any five stars right. since then. We had Was four it Omar of, Bradley? Omar Bradley, George Marshall, um, MacArthur. MacArthur and Eisenhower. Yeah. Eisenhower was a five star because he was technically the supreme allied commander in Europe, right? I think George Marshall was the overall, what do you call the overall commander of the military? The uh, Chief of Staff? Yeah, I think he was Joint Chief, Chief of Staff. Chief of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, yeah. And, but you had some admirals that were five-star admirals, too. Was it Nimitz? Was Nimitz a five-star? Well, yeah, probably so. You had two or three of them, too. I can't remember. Halsey, probably. When they were Halsey yeah. and Nimitz and but all. But they don't, they, don't, they don't use that rank anymore. Because that, you know... I think most of the time it's like, okay, we got to, since we're not technically involved in a war, we just need to stick to the NATO rankings. Mm. But if we ever actually did go to a war with We'd somebody, to then, signify who's yeah, then the United top, States yeah. would be like, okay, we're going to name a five star and you're going to lead NATO. Yeah. Let's go, you know. So, which might happen sooner rather than later. Who knows? Well, but, recording this podcast, that, that is true. Yeah. So, anywho, but, but yeah. That's a, that's a great conversation. I've enjoyed that conversation. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how well it would go over for our podcast. I mean, I don't know how many people really wanted to jump on yeah. here and listen to history, but well, I, the, I really For our it. German listeners, you know. Or not. Well, you may, you, you, yeah. You pro- I, I killed Aaron. Yeah. You probably enjoyed Hopefully you enjoyed that. I don't hopefully know, you enjoyed it, but. Well, I, just didn't know, I didn't know Hammy was a World War II buff. Oh, he got his degree in history. Know. Yeah, he got his degree in history. Does he have his master's degree, or is it just no, his bachelor's? No, he just, just got his bachelor's in history. He doesn't have a master's. Yeah. yeah. He used it to catch dogs for a while. It's a pretty riveting he story. He was a dog catcher. He was a dog we catcher. we got to have him on just to, like, talk to him. He, like, there are certain times in Hammy's life where he likes to put a lid on it and just don't really talk yeah. about it, and being the dog catcher is one of them, because there's a lot of stories there. I don't know. We went to Bucky's one night, and he talked, yeah. and he, t- he opened up that can of worms, yeah. and I got to hear a bunch of cool stories about him being a dog catcher. Yeah. you got to catch everything. Everything and and he it's talks like, about some of that. Yeah. yeah, he's like, you know, sometimes you get the call and just, you know, if you're there and there's nothing else to do, you have to go do it. Yeah. Sometimes you can put it off, but other times, like you have to go do it. So. And is he? He's technically not a law enforcement officer. He's like the closest thing you can become to a law enforcement officer without actually having to go to the academy, right? Right. He doesn't. He he can't carry around a firearm. Can he? Can a dog catcher carry a firearm? No. As I have shifty eyes, I'm sure he did because for his own well, protection. Yeah, kind of no doubt. But legally, like, like, legally, I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, I'm sure he did. 
So, but he did get a truck. Yep. He got a vehicle mm-hmm. with emergency lights. Yep. And he could make people move out of his way if he yeah. got it, went on a call, right? He yep. could run lights and go. Right. Yeah. So, he got the best part of being a law enforcement officer. I don't know. I don't know. That's that's pretty the, cool. The dogs, you know, having to clean up that the dogs' sucks. stuff in the back would be pretty bad. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, but so. but being able to like turn your lights on and have people get out of your way. Well, I've seen you know volunteer fire chiefs do that too. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean that was that was one of my favorite parts of my job in college was being in a police car. And the front or the back? The, well, technically it was the back, but Ugh. it was it was it was a. Um, I mean, I, I worked. I worked for a football team, and so when we would get escorted places, I always had to ride in a cop car. Really? And so it was the head trooper, the the director of football operations, and me, and sometimes the team doctor. And so when we would escort the team on the interstate or through the town or wherever, man, people getting out. Of, I've got videos of it. I need to show y'all. It, it was one of the best feelings in the world because it's like that's right. Get out of my way, baby. Because you are literally running red lights. Oh yeah. And when we got into Auburn, so we would stay in Montgomery mm-hmm. for home games. So we'd have to drive I-85 all the way back in. Well, getting off the interstate and getting off at that Auburn first, well, really second Auburn exit, you've got all those red lights there. So we had three cars in our escort. We had the head car, which I was in, and then we had two other what they called pass-off or patrol cars that would pass off and, you know, block traffic or move traffic, and they'd rotate getting out in front and behind. Probably had a motorcycle cop in there somewhere. Well, when we got off at the exit, we had four motorcycle escorts. Two in the front and two in the back. And they would help block off intersections. Right. They'd speed ahead. Yeah. And yeah. block off intersections for it. Dude, amazing. Uh, I've seen that one time. Uh, I mean, I've seen it before, don't get me wrong, but I saw it one time with a um, a heart transplant. Yeah. Yeah, you they'll know, do it. They've, they've got an ambulance. The ambulance doesn't have any lights or anything on, but it's got an, it's got an escort. And I was coming through uh, Gadsden, and they were blocking off everything as they came through and just speed on to the hospital. So that was that was pretty neat. It's the first time I've ever seen it not non emergency, non yeah. um football, you know, escort kind of thing. So I was I was talking to the head trooper when I was there one time and he told me he was he was the one of the assistant troopers when the football team went out to Pasadena mm-hmm. in the tw- to play in the twenty thirteen national championship game at the Rose Bowl. And he said, "There's nothing like watching the California Highway Patrol block off the 405." Oh, like, yeah. like he said, you know, you're talking about what? Is it four, five, six lanes of traffic? Yeah. He said, "Those son of a guns know what they're doing." He said, "They'll block off the whole thing." Yeah. And you'll be riding on the 405 with nobody around, with nobody, nobody anywhere near you. Yeah. And they just got it, you know, those people just have to deal with it. Like those, you know, and they're like peasants, eight, those peasants, eight motorcycle cops and, and four cars. And he said they, they know how to do it in California. Do uh, when, when, when that was going on, you know, did you have the Chips theme song playing in your head? Because when he I was do, telling me the story, right absolutely, now. absolutely. Speaking of Chips, shout out to Greg Simpson. Yeah, and Billy Nail. And Billy Nail. What? That <laughs> I, we you just, did it. <laughs> he did it. Well, we just used to play chips on the playground in first grade. Nice. Me and Greg and Billy Nail. Nice. Don't you know, chips like, to show. Hey, you talking about blocking off the interstate. I was talking to uh, my students doing some uh, project on interstates. 
and I, I want them to look up a significant event or something that happened on the interstate that they had, and that, that would be one, like blocking off an interstate out there. What's the most significant event you can think of in California where they blocked interstates? O.J. Simpson. O.J. Yeah. Simpson. Yeah. yeah, it was just it was clear that yeah, side right, they were on that, that the other side had vehicles. Low on there. speed chase. Yeah. yeah, and that Bronco. Yeah, that '93 Bronco. Yeah. Was it a '93, '94 Bronco? '93, yeah. I believe. Yeah, yeah, but White. stuff like that. I try to get them to pull up stuff like that. That's probably the most significant thing I can ever remember seeing on interstate. But why? Why do you ride, get to ride in the police car? So, yeah, why am I special yeah. enough to get to ride in the police you car? You and the doctor, why are y'all in the so it, police it, car? So I, my in case job, they had to deliver a baby, I guess. My job, my job was very, I was like in a gray area. I was with one department, but you crossed worked, over. worked a lot with another department. So I was technically in the video department, but my job was like 40% video stuff, 60% operations. So I really worked a lot with the DFO. And the chief of staff, football chief of staff, and so I was involved a lot with like hotel logistics and travel logistics and doing stuff that related to video. But a lot of times the DFO would ask me to do some other things to help out with him or with the operations department or like the associate AD of football. They would ask me to do some stuff with with to help kind of with general team logistics stuff. And so as a result, because I was always with the team at the hotel and I always had I'm not gonna say I had significant responsibility because I I, I didn't, but I would just had like I was just kinda there because I had to be. So you never got on the team bus? I did. Yeah. I, I, I did ride the team bus, but it was rare that I did that. Nine times out of ten I was either in the lead cop car. If it was a home game I was gonna be in the lead cop car. If it was an away game I'd I'd make it on the bus. Just because of the situation. It's really complicated, so I don't were, were like you, if I if I got into it, it I'd be sitting here forever trying to explain. Were it. you big time down there like you are here? Like everybody knows who Nick Wilson is? No. Really? No, I mean like So you so you're a little fish in a big pond at that yeah, point. Yeah, and I mean you knew it. Like you knew okay, I'm a student worker. And I've got a job to do, and I'm not going to step on anybody's toes. Sure. Because I was, I was, I was, I was an under, I was an 18 year old, 19 year old kid, undergrad, working for one of the top football programs in America in the SEC, you know, and at the time, and <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I st- look, uh, hey, no shade. I'm just saying, and uh, I still, I still consider him at least. A I do too. Top. I'm a, Auburn, biased, Auburn forever is always going to be a top fifteen program yeah. at least. Yeah, no matter what. I mean, I mean, my my junior year, we were number two in the nation. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we, that was the highest we had ever gotten while I was there, and we won a divisional title. You know, I got a divisional championship. It wasn't the conference championship ring because we lost to Georgia anyway. But no, I mean, like I I knew I knew I knew people and people knew me, but it's not like I had a lot of like. But I, I guess what I'm saying is like, do the so. biggest people there know who Nick Wilson is? Like, I'm not gonna by say the name. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that. Like, like Jay Jacobs knew me by name. Yeah. Like, like before he pick left, up the phone and say, "Get me Nick Wilson." No, not like that. But okay. like, if he saw me, he'd go, "Hey Nick, what's up, man? How you doing? How you doing?" Da, 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 da. Hey, Mr. Jacobs. Da, 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 you know. But it helped because Steve Martin, who was here when I was in school and who you worked with, mm-hmm. he and Jay worked with each other at the beginning of their coaching careers at Auburn. They were both strength and conditioning GAs at Auburn together. 
And so when Jay found out that I that Steve was my coach and had taught me, you know, it helped. I think that's what helped Jay right. remember me. Right. Something that uh, triggered the memories of oh, yeah. Steve, Asheville, Nick. Yeah. yeah. You and, and Jimmy, when, Jimmy Rain. You know. You know, I I met Jimmy Rain one time and 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 just kind of. What he asked me to help him load his luggage into the bus. Load it. <laughs> he asked you to help him load some lumber. He said, "No, I, he said, hey boy, come here. Hey son, what's your name?'" And I introduced myself. He said, "What, yeah, what are you do?" Hey, can you help me? Relax? He said, I said I can't. And he introduced himself to me. He said, "Hey, I'm Jimmy Rain." I said, "I know who you are." <laughs> load his luggage in what? The the bus. Because sometimes big donors would ride on the team bus. With the staff and the team and sound that kind like, of thing. Sound like that's what's wrong with with the program down there. Sometimes right? they're right beside the coach on the sideline. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is true. Not anymore. With his yellow hat. Uh, anyway. But yeah, no, it, you know, nice guy. Like, I, uh, and and Doctor Gouge, I got to run, I ran into him um, once or twice. He was the president when I was down there, and um, because he and the board of trustees would go with the team, and they'd sometimes stay at the team hotel on away games. Um, but he never he never knew me by name, but like the doc, Doctor Goodlett, Mike. Is every doc knew. named Doc? Did, I think so. Okay, I would just call him Doc. Well, okay. Andrews is down there too all the time, wasn't he? Doctor Andrews, I'd hang out. Yeah, he'd be. Is on he the still around? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And you know, it was really cool. Like he would wear this team neutral suit, but he'd mm-hmm. always wear a team hat. Yeah. But that's because he would switch between the Alabama game and the Auburn game, and he'd always try to make both. Would he make the I, Alabama game, too? He was always I, at Auburn. I always, I always saw him at Auburn. I always saw him at Auburn, but if he could be at Bama, I think he'd go to Bama. But I think priority was Auburn for right. him because he was an Auburn guy. That that When him and Lee Mack and all them were at Health South, I mean, that was unbelievable. They had it rolling, there. man. They had a third doctor down there, too. I can't remember his name. That was, I mean, that's like the best Look, place in the nation on, to on, go. On game day, y'all, we had – I know we had a cardiologist. We had Dr. Andrews, who was a – orthopedic surgeon we had like two or three more orthopedic surgeons we had a team chiropractor we had a team general practice general physician which was dr goodlett and he and he was permanent he was full-time auburn he showed up to work every day auburn university paid his salary and then we had you know uh let's see andrew keith but I love going uh, to houses. I love going down there and taking players down there and going with because you never know who you're going to run into down there. Because well, everybody yeah. in the nation, all yeah. the athletes, that's Same where thing, they come to. Same thing with uh, Andrews now, you know, because yeah. knees and, and whatnot. He's just world-renowned. Everybody comes to Andrews down in Birmingham, and you go and see the memorabilia on his walls of all the famous yeah. people that's come through. I mean, I've heard of people you know, our running team, into people. Our team doctor works with him. Our team doctor is under his umbrella mm. for here. Our team yeah. doctor, Dr. Hyde. And Dr. Rogers, both of them. What about are, Dr. Jekyll? Yeah, I know. There it is. <laughs> but, yeah, our team doctor now, they're they're both. Okay. Uh, Dr. Hyde worked at uh, Virginia and the Panthers, and Dr. Rogers worked at Okay, Tennessee. I know you're talking because he was the guy that had the Virginia yeah. stuff yeah, on. Yeah, Okay, I yeah. got you. Yeah, our team doctor. He goes from the Carolina Panthers to the Asheville Bulldogs. Woo! Moving on up. Well, one of our trainers here was, it's not I even think it was 92. Me. It's not even on me. Yeah. Yeah, he he was going from after football season. He was going to the White Sox, I think. Really? Be a who did, who did he work through? Help South. Oh, we got our arms through Help South. Richard M. Scrooge. Richard M. Scrooge. Yeah, Dallas County Line. Yeah, the band that Richard <laughs> yeah. Scrooge was in. Yeah, Dallas County Line. You know, you know, honestly, the reason why I know Richard M. Scrooge by first, middle, initial, and last name why is because NCAA football oh, back in the day. 
you'd play as Troy or Troy State as they were known back yeah. then. It was always Richard M. Scrooge Stadium, and that's how I've, I've yeah. always remembered honk, it. If you like the honky tonk, yeah, that's the number one song for him. <laughs> He saw Richard Scrooge play in Dallas County Line at where was it? June Jam. Was it the June Jam? Yeah, a couple of times probably. Think about that. The CEO of Health South was in a band called Dallas County Line and they performed at the June Jam. I think I probably saw him somewhere else. I thought you saw him at that pavilion, that little pole. No, no, that was Central Alabama Music Park. Got blown away by a tornado. South Alabama. You were telling me that story. I don't think they played down there. I didn't see them down there. Well, tell me about. the Stallions. What were you trying to tell me today? Yeah, the USFL. The USFL. Yeah. Okay. The Birmingham Stallions are yep. back. When when is when they Skip start? Skip Holtz is the head coach. Okay. When are they going to start playing? Soon. They just had the draft yesterday, I believe. Yeah, I think. Are they going to play this spring? Yes. So they, they're yeah, playing they this go. year. Now what? Are, what are, they are they're playing every game in Birmingham up until the playoffs, and then the playoffs and the championship, they're going to move to the Pro Bowl Stadium up in Canton, Ohio. Yeah. What yeah. stadium in Birmingham? They're going to use both. They're going to use the Legion. old gray lady and progressive. And progressive. Pro, now, what pro, all protect, other teams? What all other teams that of the old USFL? The are going general, to be teams? the New Jersey generals. So you got New Jersey and uh, what about Houston? The Houston, gamblers, the Texas gamblers. So they're basically bringing back yeah those old teams. And yeah. I didn't know this, but it's all Fox. It's Fox Sports. Fox yes. Sports owns the league. Right. So it's all going to be televised on Fox. And I saw something today that the NFL and the XFL are going to work together. Yeah. With any new rules and officiating, equipment, equipment yeah, all that the kind of XFL. Stuff. So yeah. the XFL came out in 2000, 2001, flopped after one year. Birmingham had had the uh, Thunderbolt, right? Bolt. Yeah. yeah, okay. Um, it flopped. Well, they brought it back in two thousand, pre-pandemic. Got about five games in. It was doing okay. Uh, about five games in, pandemic hit. League went bankrupt because of it. Well, Vince McMahon, who owned the league, sold the league to for pennies on the dollar to the rock Dwayne Johnson so Dwayne Johnson is now you know the president head of however that works out of the XFL and he struck a deal with the NFL to you know hey we're going to be your guinea pig for all this stuff that you which is basically setting the XFL up to be NFL's minor leagues right you know and 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 that's how it needs to work that's how it needs to work right because you look at NFL you've got 32 teams all right, you're going to have 32 quarterbacks, maybe you know a few other sprinkled in backup quarterbacks that either have been pretty good or have really yeah. good potential to be pretty good. But then you've got everybody else with their second string and or third string quarterbacks, and I'm using quarterbacks as an example here, that just don't have a lot of game time experience outside of college. So the biggest complaint was, hey, if we can get these guys some more playing time, they might actually work out and be something. Well, they don't have a minor leagues for football, so this could kind of end up being their minor league. And it's going to be interesting to see the USFL and the XFL compete, right? Because you know they're going to XFL's not, not coming back till next year, though. They're not competing with the NFL. No, they're competing to be that, that minor two, league, that number two, number two, league number one for, spring, yeah. yeah, for the NFL. So XFL is spring league. It will be spring, league. and the USFL is going to be a spring league. Yes, because yes. USFL was spring league. And then they tried to compete with the NFL in the right, fall. Right. And they blame a lot of that on Donald Trump, don't they? Did yeah, y'all yeah. seen that thirty yeah. for thirty? They do. Yeah, they do. Said that he was so adamant about going against the the NFL and trying to topple the NFL that that basically led to his downfall. All right, so yeah, the Stallions—they're probably the most successful like football team Birmingham's ever had, probably. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, the iron was pretty good when it was the American Alliance of Football or whatever that was. Yeah, with Trent Richardson. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the Birmingham Iron was pretty – they were doing well before that whole thing fell apart. Yeah. I didn't lost, see them. They just lost funding. When yeah. was that? Birmingham Iron, was it? Two years ago, two three years, years ago. ago. 2018, I believe. 2018, 2019. Okay, so you had the stallions. Because I, was, I remember watching a Birmingham Iron game in my classroom and, like, the next day watching, you know, Auburn play in the, in the March Madness tournament on their way to the Final Four. Birmingham Iron. Now Birmingham you, Iron. Now you had the Stallions. Mm-hmm. Then you had the you had a Birmingham Fire. Team. Fire. Yeah. yeah. The XFL team was the Bolts. The Bolts. And you had the Steel Dogs. It was Arena. Arena. And now yeah, look, the, the Barracudas. Yeah. Remember yeah. the Barracudas? Did you go see them? I did not. But they, yeah. CFL. Yeah, I went to see them a couple times. The they Americans. Give, yeah. Don't forget the Americans. You can show your high school coaching card down there and give you a couple tickets to the Barracudas games. I went to a couple of them. Really? Yeah. When they were in town, Canadian Football League. Yeah. Barracudas. Yeah, I don't. They, they there was a big thing of trying to if they were going to do a a league with the CFL that they wanted to try to Americanize it to where it wasn't the 120 yards and everything. Yeah, I had a voice crack. Yeah, I know it happens. Okay, I need to clear my throat. I'm trying to be a professional. Okay, leave me alone, Aaron. I don't like you anymore, Aaron. So they talked about making it 100 yards. Is yeah, they were trying to make it. They were trying to Americanize the CFL, and the CFL just wouldn't buy into it, so they just uprooted the. Uprooted the team. They yeah, uprooted the team. Well, it was still, it was still 120 yards long, yards? wasn't it? I don't know. Or 110. Wasn't it still the same yeah. length here? No, no, no. It's, it was 120. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's a little bit longer. You can have, I think, an extra person. I think it's 12. Yes, 12, 12. 12. Two in motion, I think. And then two yeah. in motion, yeah. and then you can run towards the line. Like yeah. a lot of them, they'll orbit motion and run to the line of scrimmage. You have basically a fast, you know, yeah, a, quick a couple start. of those games. I, I I almost bought on numerous occasions a Birmingham Americans, the you know the A, uh, shirt. Yeah, I've got a Birmingham Stallions, or, and it's I've a almost, retro. It's yeah, a retro shirt. I've not, almost not bought an original but. Stallion shirt too. I think Kevin Moore's got an or, or, original Stallions shirt. Yeah, it'd be cool to have a jersey or a shirt from every one of those teams. But see, remember whenever USFL came out, you know Herschel Walker signed with USFL. Yeah. And had at one point the richest contract in professional football at like a million dollars a year at one point, and everybody's like, "Wow, you know they're go- they're really somebody. They're paying yeah. Herschel Walker a million dollars a year." You know, yeah, he was on of, that Generals team, mm-hmm, and it just kind of forced the NFL to step up its game, you know, because people were legitimately leaving. Reggie White got his start in the USFL. That's right, I forgot about uh, that. They were legitimately leaving. Yeah. Uh, college and going to USFL and just completely going away from the NFL. Mm-hmm. So, and then to me, that's kind of, you know, a Kickstarter to kind of today's NFL, uh, if you really think about it, with all these contracts and stuff. But, again, there's no there's no competition for them to compete against. So, now it's just competition amongst their own teams. Yeah. But, but I think that's good, though. I think the, the things like the XFL, the USFL are good for the NFL because – well, they're they're like, okay, we, if they we, can get the we, support, yeah. Well, it's and okay, TV we runs be on our A game. Yeah. You know, we got it. Well, that's why Fox is bringing back the USFL. Fox bought the rights to the old USFL league, and that's why they're bringing it back. But see, every time that a league is owned by one entity, a la XFL with Vince McMahon, and now this version, the USFL with Fox, it's not done great because you've got one one sole owner. Of every team, so you know they're having to foot the bill in this case for eight yeah. different teams. Whereas in the NFL, you've got one owner for one team. You know, take Jerry Jones. You know, whatever whatever his you know salary for all his players, and then you know 
the te- the organiza- the front office, right. the organization. But but I think Fox has approached it the right way of putting it all in one area. So now you've cut down on all your travel costs. Yep. You cut down on all your logistics for your for your um, programming guys. It may it, work out. I it's going to be huge for Birmingham. It's going to be huge for this area. Yeah, I think. I was a little upset that they pulled the playoffs, but uh, I exactly. know what June weather in Birmingham can be too. Yeah. So uh, go yeah. somewhere a little bit cooler. I get that. So the yeah. last time I checked on the Cowboys franchise, last time I checked on buying it, it was worth four billion. You gonna buy it? Well, I was thinking about it. What about David Letterman? Could he buy it? I don't know. I don't think Letterman could touch it. I, the only reason I say that is because he's wearing a Lakers yeah, hat. But yeah, where'd and you get that hat? Well, I actually ordered it from Rupert G's Hello Deli. Okay. Online. That's what I was saying. You got a Rupert G's uh, shirt on here, too. Yeah, I had a little you trouble, get, you though. You a shot of that? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, think I, was actually, I think I was actually emailing with Rupert G because he, he wouldn't send me my stuff. Ordered a shirt and a hat, and I never did get it. So I think I, think I got it through PayPal, so I, they have a receipt or whatnot. A thing where you can file a complain or whatever and i think he was emailing me himself rupert g so i finally got it got the shirt two hats he sent me an extra hat hmm. rupert g's hello deli you know he was on the show all the time all right. the time yeah yep that's a great story <laughs> I, lo- I love i love it when you talk i've never been to new york city have you ever been to new york city no but i, I want to go i want to go just for the food i just want to yeah. go little italy like i don't want to drive in it no, don't I've been drive to in state it. of New York a couple of times. I've been to Buffalo. I've been over to. I've heard Buffalo's nice. Buffalo is nice. It yeah. you know snowbanks eight foot taller where you yeah. look, but um, that's a long way from New York City though, isn't it? It's it other, is other than the state, yeah. yeah. But I've I've crossed over and went to uh, Niagara Falls Canadian. on the Canadian side. Really, really neat. I don't want to go. I don't want to go to New York right now. Not right now, no. Because it's cold. I just don't want to go. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. No no reason. It's dangerous right now, isn't it? Is it? Is it? What's, What's dangerous about it? Well, the streets. And when it starts to go down on the street, I don't stop till it's finished. <laughs> it's dangerous. Yeah. What's dangerous about it? Well, people getting pushed in the subways and stuff. Who, who's doing that? Bad people, man. Yeah, bad, bad people. people. We need Spider-Man to help save us. He's getting his GED. Leave him alone. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Aaron. Well, that's just he not could on. Fart and he would I, laugh. I could. Like, you I could. could. You could die, and he would laugh. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's not on my list to do. Go to die? New York. Oh, go to New. Okay. New York. You probably would die if you went to New York. <laughs> well, yeah, that's your whole point, right? Don't go to New York because you'll die. I don't know why. I, would I don't go. know. Washington's pretty bad too. Yeah, right I don't. Now. I don't really want to go Washington there either. State or DC? DC. DC. I've been to DC many times. Really? I've never been. Many I times go. meaning two. <laughs> but yeah, that's not many. That's that's We're, several. Well, where no, are you? It's more than one. It's only a couple. It's a couple. Yeah. It's a couple. I've been to DC a couple of times. Yeah. Where do you want to go eat in New York? Everywhere. Little Italy, any, everywhere. anywhere in Little Italy, any anywhere that that you know. I when I went to New Orleans for the Sugar Bowl, I was there eight days, so I had plenty of time to find those nook and cranny places in the French Quarter. Be careful. And yeah, somebody threatened to kill me in the French Quarter one time. Really? Yeah. Tell us Please about tell that. that. Well, no, nah, yeah. go ahead with you. Store. No, no. Say I found food. all the great places to eat. Where's ahead, the best place? Charter House is pretty good, and it's spelled C A R T R. No, apostrophe C C A T R E S. Chartres. Chartres, but they pronounce it Charter. 
Yeah, well, because they're French, and we all hate the yeah. French. Well, they're yeah, the Cajun. I, I hate the French. But then there's a really good restaurant right there at the corner of Jackson Square by that cathedral. I can't remember the name of it. It's well, really sports good. Sports bar? Uh, no, it's a restaurant. Okay. Now there is a bar that I went to. It it was actually an old slave market, and it's where Andrew Jackson planned the defense of New Orleans in the War of 1812, right across from the Louisiana Supreme Court. That's really really good. Got a burger from there one day, and then. On the opposite side of that little square, on the other side of the Louisiana State Supreme Court, there's a little restaurant, and and I had a great po' boy there, sat kind of like, of course, French doors, old classic French doors opened up into the cobblestone streets, and there was a guy across the street on the corner playing a, a violin. Dude, I felt like I was in freaking France. I mean, it was awesome. Me and a couple of buddies, we were eating po' boys, and the whip, there was a breeze, and there were drapes hanging on the either side of the French doors, and they were kind of waving. In the, it was like a scene out of a Dega movie. It was awesome. And then, and you're like, I'm in Louisiana right now. There's no freaking way. Yeah, but yeah, it was great. It was awesome. Yeah, Carrie and I went down there a couple of years ago, and we had a good time. It, it I really enjoyed New Orleans. End of story. <laughs> yeah, I really did. I just like walking around, seeing the history. You know, I did the. Of course, I got a beignet from that place. That place. <laughs> What's it called? Court Street? No, it's um, I can't remember. Carrie you know, is screaming at her device. I was right about to now. say there are a ton of people yelling in their car. Yeah, we apologize. Their We're done. On, all four of them just yelling. Cafe Dumont. That's it. Yeah, I think. I went to Raffin Kaku's. What? I what? Like that place. Don't I like it. What? It's a restaurant. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph and who? Ralph and Kaku's. That's where I went to eat right before I played Miami in the Sugar Bowl in 92. And I had... Uh, so, you, did you go to the game or were you just Yeah, I went there? to the game. Oh, wow. That, that, game. Was, that was the game you you laid with the... Oh, hey. <laughs> no. Hush. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but I want to hear this story now. No. Not laid with. Sorry. No, hush. Just be quiet. You met what's his name. Treadwell, whatever his name was. Hey, but uh, yeah, we got uh, <laughs> I got black and mahi mahi and like a shrimp sauce and the, and who taught me into getting it was uh, George these, T. No, these oh. George T. I didn't no, I didn't see him though. Now he uh, no, it was two uh, Philadelphia Eagles fans. They were there to watch the Saints the next day and they were just talking about how good it was. So hmm. I, I got that. So I eat that every, every time I plays in the national championship. I always eat black and mahi mahi. Where you go? Pull the game. Did you this last time? No. And we yeah. lost. There you go. And we lost. Yeah. Or they lost. There's no way. I never. I saw the there. the ball drop on New Year's Eve on that Jack's Brewery. So yeah, I did. I was there. I was there for around New Year's, and it was that was a that was man. New Orleans is crazy around New Year's. So two things: when y'all go out somewhere, do y'all like tend to talk talk to some of the locals and just absolutely kind of yeah. kind of chit chat a little bit? I, yeah. I do. I chit chat with the waiter a little bit or the waitress and trying to. Figure out what what's good, what's what's decent around there. Just overall, the whole the whole area. Um, and my second thing is going back to the we and our and not not my team because I didn't go to college there. Why is it that that is a big thing with Auburn people? I don't know because I I discovered I think it's just a chip on everybody's shoulder. Because now here here's the here's you know the history is is that. When the Alabama legislature forbade both teams to play one another back in the late 1800s, early 1900s, mm-hmm. whenever it was, Alabama, during that time period, captured most of the state. In so much that most captured of the, as in captured most of the state as as a fan base, as fan base, okay. And Auburn did not, and so as a result, now when we, when, when we look down, you know, what was that? Several generations ago. Now most of the state, geographically, 
and population-wise roots for the Crimson Tide compared right. to Auburn. Okay. And so I think it's a it's another little brother chip on our shoulder thing where you've got all these uh, from from the Auburn perspective all these randos cheering on Alabama, whereas from the perspective of an Auburn fan, you've got that camera? you've got these dedicated. Now look, I'm not saying I agree with this perspective, but I'm just telling you what is going through their minds. But it's like. You can't, I don't, be, you I don't, can't be a fan. You didn't go to school there. Well, I know that's plenty not of Auburn people that didn't go to school at Auburn, but are Auburn fans. Exactly. I mean, don't. Yeah. I mean, it works chastise both ways. me for being a fan of a, of a team I didn't go to school for. I mean, if that's the case, I'd be a team for nobody. Yeah. Or Gadsden State. At very big Cardinal fan, yeah. huh? Yeah. Woo, State Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah. Harvard on the hill. <laughs> bring it back. Yeah. Bring it back. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I've never, I never understood that either. And I was an Alabama fan before I went to Auburn and, mm. and did all that. But yeah. I, as an Alabama fan, I mean, I I heard that every now and then from Auburn fans, and I was just kind of like, just shut up. Yeah. Like, just it's like that because there are people that root for you that didn't go to Auburn and never will go to Auburn. Right. So just hush, you know. Um, okay. I just wonder why it was a thing, and it seems to be a know. lot with the Auburn fan. And I'm not, I'm not dissing them. No, I agree with you. It comes more from the Auburn fan base than than any other. But I'm in Alabama, so I've got a very for our German and international fans. If you don't know what we're talking about, look up the Iron Bowl rivalry. Iron Bowl rivalry. And, and even I got my Masters from Alabama, so I'm all right. Woo, Rota. I got my. I just have a bachelor's. I just got my bachelor's. Hey, when, hey, when I I can't remember if this was in this was I Mardi Gras or if it was New Year's Eve Mobile. when I was down in New Orleans. Yeah. Oh, sorry. When I, said well, there's nowhere to go to the restroom. Yeah, the, the street, so, apparently. Well, see, I had ventured off on a side street. Oh, goodness. Away from the crowd. Oh, and that's when I got threatened. Somebody threatened to shoot me if I didn't get now, away from their vehicle. What? <laughs> okay, so we can. Zip end. up real quick and get out of there. <laughs> so I was about to say. So uh, you were uh, channeling your inner uh, George Patton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You crossed the Rhine. Uh huh. Yeah. No but photographers. I, but there. I, I didn't get to. But there was a pistol. I didn't get yeah. to relieve myself. I had to get out of there. Did you ever relieve yourself? I'm sure I did somewhere. <laughs> yeah, right there when he threatened me. <laughs> yeah. When you met Treadwell, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, was it Treadwell? No. Oh, uh, okay. Just go ahead. Okay. You go ain't gonna tell, tell, tell it. We'll tell you. Uh, what's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He don't want to talk about it. No. We gotta. Have, oh, I was hoping he would bump in and, and talk about. It. We we gotta have we gotta have like an episode of just forbidden Murphy stories. Yeah, like and just not that, air it, record it, but not ever air it. Sure. Yeah. Well, I will tell you that after the game, after the uh, national championship no, game. Yeah. We 92, ran in ninety two. It was real late. Got to specify. It was real late after the game, and we did run into an Alabama player in our hotel. Eating breakfast, probably one thirty, two o'clock. And he told us where the Alabama team was. So me and one other person went over there, told us where the hotel was, what floor they was on. Hold on, so there's a there's a random Alabama player that's came to your hotel. Well, yeah, he's in my hotel eating eating breakfast, eating in the restaurant late. So okay. he told us where the team was, what hotel they were at, and everything, what floor they were on. So we just went straight over there, and they were they were there, all of them, most of them, celebrating. Yeah, yeah, celebrating. Did you shake hands? Oh, yeah. Met a lot of people. <laughs> okay. So, it was just there with the team yeah. after the game. You, 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 so and that's uh, a story uh, you uh, didn't uh, want to uh, tell. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
But uh, it, was, it was just me and that other person in the team. That's all that was in there. Any other fans or anything around. Maybe some girlfriends, but that's about it. That's a good story. That's good stuff. New Orleans, the keeper of secrets. <laughs> Skeletons. Yeah, yeah, you know, and 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 I didn't, I didn't really like when I was in New Orleans. I just, I don't know, I was there to kind of take it all in. I didn't really like do anything crazy, even mm. though I was in college. I know that's hard to believe, but if you know me, you'll know that that makes sense. Yeah, that's just not my personality. Right, I'm just not going to do that. But um, I, I had a really, 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 really good time. Do y'all have like stories, or, or not necessarily stories? Have y'all ever taken trips to places that you just really didn't enjoy? Like for yeah. me, like for me, you know, when yeah. I went to Montreal, I hated Montreal. Atlanta, Atlanta, okay. And I'm not saying that I hated Atlanta, Just, but you didn't have a good experience when you go from the Sugar Bowl. Hated. Where's that? Hey, put that camera on me. Hated Atlanta. When you go hated. from the Sugar Bowl to the Peach Bowl, nothing can compete. With yeah, the Sugar Bowl. you're right. Uh, you know, because Atlanta is very. Suburban, urban, yeah. You know, whereas New Orleans has that 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 a lot of that character in the French Quarter. Mm-hmm. There's an identity. There's, th- there's definitely a culture there. Right. It's like whereas Atlanta is just kind of this hodgepodge of well, it's a melting various, pot. Yeah, now. yeah. And but it's not I've really heard even Metro southern. Atlanta is like six million people now. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah, so it's crazy. five million or more. Yeah. It's I two. I think it. Yeah, I think he's yeah, right. It's like four, it's like eight yeah. counties. There's four million people in the state of Alabama. There's yeah. Six million people in yeah. in in Atlanta. Metro Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't even want to drive through there anymore. No. I, I, yeah, I think I've done it for the last time. But like, and that was that was one of the things that I didn't like about Atlanta. It's like to get from here to here, it'll take you two hours. I, I had to I had to get an Uber drive, or if I wanted to, walk, I could walk. But if I wanted to walk, it was going to take me as much as long. You know, a, whereas New Orleans, everything's right there. Everything's yeah. right there in New Orleans. It's so walkable. But I don't want to go back to New Orleans though either. No I'd love to, to go, go back. There. No, I wouldn't want to go back for, like I said, the, to to party. But I'd like to go back again to take in the history, because there's so much history in New Orleans. There is so much history. There is, and a lot of it. When I was there the first time, I just kind of walked up on and didn't even know. Sure. And so I, I have taken in no history on my trips to New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> None. None at all. Yeah. Uh, somewhere I really enjoyed was Savannah. You talking about history? That that's a place with history and stuff. I really enjoyed my trip to Savannah. You know, and you say in Savannah, I, always, I want to go back to Savannah. I, I think I've been, but I was way too young to remember. We went in June, and I don't know what it was. There was like a cool spell in June, so we yeah. had a fantastic time. It was not hot and yeah. sweaty and just miserable walking around. June in Savannah sounds horrible. Yeah. I've never been to Savannah. Really? Maybe we need to go into a podcast there one day. I tell you, one trip that I did take that uh, – blew that off. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah when it goes to Savannah. Please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Let him go. I went to Houston one time, and maybe we just didn't do this right. But uh, we went to see. I went to the Astrodome. Uh, me and my dad went out there. Went to the Astrodome and watched the uh, Astros play the Montreal Expos. So we did that. Go that Expos, was pretty cool. My favorite baseball team. No, Houston. It was a good game. Houston go won. But the guy that was playing, you talk about Atlanta traffic. The guy that was pitching for the Expos was Pasquale Perez, mm. and he's the guy that went to the Braves that missed his start. Because he was just driving around the bypass, yeah. I yeah. think, and couldn't he couldn't <laughs> find the <laughs> couldn't stadium. Couldn't figure out where to go. Yeah, couldn't figure out where to go. That was when it was Fulton County Stadium, right? right. I guess so. Fulton County couldn't find it, and then we went to the Space Center out there. What Space Center is in Houston? Houston Control. Yeah, the Mission Controls out there. Houston Control, and I'm, you know, we didn't take an official tour or anything, which we should have done. I'm, this is the part we probably didn't do right. 
We just started walking around. I think we were in places we weren't supposed to be. <laughs> they just let you just out there. Well, we just did it. We were just walking around everywhere. I don't, Pretty security. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we're supposed to be out there. <laughs> That's hilarious. What year is this? Eighty nine. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so David is basically out there pulling Grandpa Joe, you know, just walking through Charlie and the uh, Chocolate Factory. <laughs> where am I? Exactly. What, what a terrible, I what a terrible were, character. Yeah. I hated Grandpa Joe in that whole entire story. Like the first one or the second one? The the first one. Like yeah. because he's like, I'm bedridden. I can't do anything. Oh, you're going to the Chocolate Factory? I can go. Let's go. Woo! Oh yeah. You know, I but I can't so- provide for my family, my daughter or daughter in law or whatever the whatever Charlie's mom is, and then Charlie's over here eating cabbage soup for freaking dinner. But you know, hey, did you get the golden ticket? Oh, I'm better. Let's go. Take your grandpa Joe. I can you, do this now. You know <laughs> Stupid Grandpa Joe. I hate Grandpa You're Joe. You're so cynical. I am It's supposed to be the magic <laughs> of the experience and the hope. That something's going to change that awakens yeah. him from his bedriddenness. Grandpa Joe is a is a mooch. Well, he's a mooch. <laughs> All right then. You know the the kid that that played Charlie, that was his only acting yeah, you've credit. T- you've told me that. Before. Have I? Yeah, not on the his, podcast. That was his only acting credit. He would grow up to become a veterinarian and never he never acted again. Mm. That was his only role. Uh, another place I've been that I really enjoyed Green Bay, Green Bay, Wisconsin. I like to go there. Um, you can go and take the the tour of the stadium and everything. It's got a that that place in itself's got a real real yeah. really rich history. Very easy airport. I think it's got three terminals. You just walk in, walk through. I wonder why. No big deal. Very small. <laughs> um, <laughs> no offense, Green Bay. No, I mean it's it's a great city. I I enjoyed it. So you of, were just vacationing? There no, just I actually through. had to go for work. the The place that I work now, like within two weeks, they said, "Hey, we got we got an issue up in Green Bay. You got to go." And I'm like. I've only been on a plane once before, and now you're sending me This was before the Mexico trip. Way before the Mexico trip. Yeah, I guess I would like to watch a game there. That would be one of my places I would like to go watch a game. Good luck. Because you can give give your ticket. You can wheel your tickets up to your first cousin. So that's what happens. And, like, most everybody's, like, just legacy ticket holders. Is that something you'd like to do, to sit in the snow? Absolutely. I would just to say I did it. We're a cheesehead. Yeah. Yeah. But see, you could almost do the same thing in Buffalo, but that wind whips in Buffalo. Yeah. It is awful. It will pierce you. Right off the lake, right? Yeah. Yeah, you'd want to get the full experience. Right. Snow, sitting in the snow. Yeah. Like, you, 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 when I, I bought a cheesehead while I was up there, an authentic Green Bay Packer cheesehead while I was up there. I really enjoy Charleston. So, see, I've, 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 I've been, but I haven't, like, explored. I went, again, for a work trip. So, we, a friend of mine and Charlotte, I, no, her, Charleston, her family – owns a beach house on the Outer Banks in North Carolina, mm-hmm. Nags Head specifically, which is, if you know anything about the Outer Banks, that's right next door to Kitty Hawk. So when we got there, I got to go to the right brother. I've been there twice. It's freaking awesome. But anyway, on our way up there, I told her, I'm like, hey, why don't we go the scenic route, and why don't we spend a night in Charleston? Mm-hmm. Let's Let's go through Georgia, go through South Carolina, take the scenic route, go through Charleston, and spend – I'll – Get us an Airbnb, stay the night in Charleston. So our Airbnb in the middle of Charleston, it's an old converted slave house. The 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 actual house is on the front of the property and was it's where this it's where this family lives and they turned the old kitchen house and slave house into some Airbnbs. Great, nice little like Wake up, come out onto the porch. We were on the second level of the house. Come out onto the porch, 
you could see over Charleston, awesome, man. And talk about a city that was walkable. And we went at the beginning of the pandemic, but it was before everything had shut down. Right. But people weren't traveling. It was sure. when people had kind of stopped traveling. And right. so we basically had the city to ourselves. And cobblestone streets everywhere. You just walk everywhere. Like we went all over Charleston. And if you know anything about Charleston, it's kind of like Manhattan in that it's it's kind of like this peninsula that kind of gets narrower mm-hmm. and narrower. But the more narrow it gets, the older the city gets right. and the more dense it gets. Right. And so the more... We walked down into old Charleston, original Charleston, the better it got, man. Sure. And, you know, then you're walking down. Old money, too. Like You, you talk about, you, like, those old port towns like that. Oh, old man. Mo- Savannah. Like, you see, yes. you, you go to the Bonaventure uh, graveyard out there, just, like, marble, uh, big, huge marble um, gravestones and stuff. Like, it's just monuments and stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, you got north abroad and south abroad. That's mm-hmm. kind of so south abroad is like that old money yeah. in 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 Charleston, and it was great, great experience, ton of history. I wanted to go to Fort Sumter so bad, couldn't stand it, but we didn't have time to go. You know the the USS, uh, what's it called? Um, is it the Hornet? There's a carrier. What is it? Yeah, what's that up there? But called? that's not in Charleston, is it? Is that in Charleston? It's right next. Well, is that it's at the not, naval shipyard? It's not technically in Charleston, but it's right across the river. Yeah, in Charleston. I think I've seen that carrier. It's like before. 15, 20 minutes from Charleston, and you can see it. You're in Charleston, you can see it. It's parked right across the, the way there. But got some great food, man. I mean, just everywhere you go, just the, history. The Hornet was sunk in World War Two. What am I thinking? No, that's, that's not the yellow the jacket. It's some sort of no. flying insect that stings. A carrier. No. Hey, I I'm think sorry, I, Red Wasp. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe think, it is the wasp. I think the hornet got sunk. Hey, Maybe it is the wasp. Did, what are those foam blocks of cheese? Didn't that save a guy's life in a plane crash one time? It did, I, didn't it? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I've not I heard that story. I think it did. Seriously, I think that happened. Look that up for us. Aaron, now, one of the worst trips I ever took was Charleston, but I had a good one up there too. I walked in the ceremony when they buried that Hunley crew. Yeah, up there. Right. Why was it bad? Why was the Two trip? Thousand. I just. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> It was a family trip. It's just a family trip. Treadwell? It was, just, it was bad. No, he oh, wasn't there. Okay. Treadwell, I don't know who that is. I don't know who Treadwell is. <laughs> I think he's that that player he met. No, no. Tied the, tied the dog to the bumper, and he kept up for the first two miles or so. You know, I know somebody that actually did that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sorry, should have said that. That's tr- Somebody's looking at their dog going, oh, my gosh, I'll never do that to you. Um, no, I know somebody that did that. Anyway, one, one other place. <laughs> um, they felt bad. Uh, Mystic, Connecticut, where, like, Mystic Pizza and all that yeah. is. That's a pretty neat little town up there. Uh, I was up there for – uh, some training in a, in a class up there. And it's right next to uh, New London, which is where the submarine shipyard is, is, is in New, New London, Connecticut. You know, I've heard, like, there's this stereotype about people from Connecticut where they're real wealthy, and it, it's sort of like that New yeah. York elite that have moved out to Connecticut and, yeah. and they're real entitled. Like, I don't know if that's true. I've never been to Connecticut, so no offense if you are from Connecticut. I got it more but, from Massachusetts than I did Connecticut. Well, I've you know, well, you know what they say about people from Massachusetts. They're... Well, they're, they're, yeah. they're they call them mass holes. <laughs> I mean, that's what they call them. Not explicit. It isn't. It's 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 not a. There's an M person. on the front. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> mass holes. <laughs> <laughs> he said it. That's good. Uh, yeah. Have you never heard that? Uh-uh. Yeah. That's 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 a thing. That's a term. I don't. They you know they call us hicks. So more power to you. I'm proud. of I know uh, a, a buddy of mine. He went to the no Alabama uh, UCLA game back in 2000. 2000. Yeah, ninety nine two thousand. 
we played out there. Freddie Millens returned the yeah. opening kick, and then we didn't score another point. Said he got into it with uh, with one of the UCLA fans out there. He's like, you know, look at this, look at this. Uh, uh, what do you call him? Um, hillbilly. Yeah. Look at this hillbilly. Look at this hillbilly. You know, hillbilly. Ha ha ha, hillbilly. And like my friend turned around and said, "I'm not a hillbilly." He said, "I'm a redneck." There's a difference. <laughs> there's a difference. Yeah. I don't know why that reminded me of that, but that's something that I always enjoy. I always enjoy talking to people that like think I'm stupid because of the because way I you, talk. Well, because you're from Alabama. Uh, well, not not only that, but because I'm from Alabama, but I'm from a small town. Because of the way I talk, right? You know, I talk. You're slow. drawn out, slow, twangy. Yeah, and voice, voice. <laughs> Shout out to you, Hammy. <laughs> Kavitz. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, have, has anybody ever yeah. kind of like you mm-hmm. can tell they they've prejudged you based yeah. off the way oh, you talk 100%. that you're an idiot. I went I went to uh, Philadelphia, not Philadelphia, uh, Pittsburgh one time yeah. and had to go and and do a uh, a uh, an audit for a potential company client a client out there and the guy you know they had this whole big welcome party and everything he knew i was coming from alabama and like we're we're sitting there talking and he just stops in the middle of the conversation he said i just got to say like where are you from and i said alabama and he said born and raised i said born raised and still living there and he said you don't sound like you're from alabama i said i mean what did you expect i mean he's like i guess i just expected you know twangy and you know real real southern drawn out and and like he even did that in his philadelphia or his uh pennsylvania voice yeah like, like me like me yeah yeah, yeah i've like had I, I don't know that people prejudge me but i've had people in a parking lot like at the tile digger racetrack like from michigan they'll just they told me they just wanted to talk to me to hear me talk and i yeah. told them a good place to go eat and everything too but the, yeah. i mean you know you never know somebody from canada might pull up i've had that before they pull up beside you michigan all over the place. And I, that's happened to me only once before where <laughs> I met somebody not from here. Where were they from? I think they were from, like, Montana. Yeah. And they said and, – and we were just having this nice conversation, and it was at it was at Shaw's. Mm. And this was years ago, though. And they said uh, – you know, they were asking questions about the town, and, I, you know, they were just passing through on their way to Birmingham for business coming from Atlanta – or coming from uh, – uh, Knoxville. Mm. They had to go to Knoxville and then come down, come down to, to Birmingham. Yeah. yeah, come down. They were coming down fifty nine, and they just stopped off randomly at Shaw's to come get something to eat, which is a local barbecue restaurant where we live. And we got to—I t- don't know how we got to talking, but we got to talking. And towards the end of the conversation, when we had kind of developed a rapport with one another, he said, "Man, I just want to listen to you talk. Like, can you just like just keep talking? I just want." He said. Read the menu. This is gonna sound <laughs> tighter wedges. This is gonna sound weird, but I really want to call my wife and just listen to you talk. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah, that's let, pretty weird. Let, <laughs> like, let her listen to you talk is what. Sorry, that's what I'm yeah. gonna say. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I was, but so I mean, he, he was a nice guy. can hear you, Aaron. He want to take me home with him then. <laughs> I mean, he had a wife. Well, I don't know. Some people are anyway. We're not going to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. No more sticky finger talk, okay? Yeah, stickyfingersrestaurant.com. That cam. (laughs) June Jam. June Jam. Let's go. Let's go. We're going. Bring it back. One last thing. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about... Talk about mass holes. I've told you this story before. We we used to have a guy that worked for us that was from Boston, Boston, real, real deep. I love this story. Yeah. And uh, what he, was his name? Jim. Jim. 
uh, from Boston. From Boston. If you're from Boston, tell us how bad our accents are. Yeah, yeah, because we won't judge. Um, yeah. So Jim um, was worked in our shipping and receiving, and he always wore khakis all the time. And one day I just asked him, I said, Jim, what are you wearing? He's like, what, what are you talking about? And I said, on – like what? What covers your pants? What are they? He's like they're pants. I said no, no, no. What? What kind of pants? He goes, they're khakis. khakis. And I said okay. So then I took my my car keys out and said, well, what are these? He goes, those are khakis. And I said, what are you wearing? He goes, khakis. <laughs> khakis. And he's like, you don't see that they sound the same when you say. He says, yeah, I understand that. It's khakis. They're khakis and khakis. It's the same thing. Khakis. Yeah, it's funny. Did you get him to say salsa and salsa? <laughs> no, that. no, that'd been funny though. Salsa, <laughs> salsa, <laughs> salsa. You want some salsa <laughs> water? Salsa water. You want some salsa water? Out of the bubbler? <laughs> uh, Which is actually just a water fountain. Yeah, but yeah. Much. Aaron's. Are you good over there, Aaron? I'm doing great. All right. Well, let's go ahead and let's get to recommendations. So, what are we going to start with? Who wants to start? I got one. Go ahead. I got one. Uh, Carrie. My wife, my lovely wife, roped me into a docu series. Uh, it yeah. was a three part, three part uh, documentary. Um, it's called Sasquatch, and it's on Hulu. And I thought that it was going to be about Sasquatch. So, without completely ruining it, um, basically, there's this uh, this old stoner who is a um, journalist. That goes undercover and everything. Well, during his teen twenties uh, or so, he worked at a cannabis farm up in California, and he remembers that this guy comes in and says, "You know, Bigfoot killed these these three Hispanic men," and he's like, "I'm trying to find out what happened if it was really Bigfoot or what." Well, so he goes through this whole entire thing. It turns out that. Aaron just ruined the story. <laughs> well, Aaron just re- go ahead. Recommendation. Hey, uh, I got. I need to tell one thing. Uh, in a previous episode, we were talking about that eighteen weather coming down the Gals Hill. And yeah, almost sitting in the courthouse and everything. My mother was telling me the other Code day. Code blue. Yeah, I was talking to her about that event, and she told me that that guy came into their office after it happened and That's called a great story. Called his boss. I guess out of state, and he was talking to his boss. He said, "I'm in this little town in Alabama, and I've just hit every D A M N car in town." That's what he told his boss. And then she said that a a piano, somebody dropped a piano at the light one time too, and it just smashed into a million pieces. I shattered it to bits. Right at the light. All right, recommendation. Here we go. You good? Yeah. Okay. What that? Clint's I can't. Son. I ain't got my glasses. What say? Fire Festival? Yeah. Fire, no. Yeah, Fire Festival. Which one? Both of them. You because you've watched both. Yeah, on yeah. Uh, Netflix and Hulu. I watched it a while back, but I just I remember re- you and I talking good. about this. Yeah, it was real good. Which Which documentary is better? Well, I watched one on Amazon first, and uh, I thought it was better. But then the one on Hulu has the actual guy that tried to put on that concert on there on Hulu. But I like yeah. the one on Netflix better, probably. It's crazy. Is it on Netflix or Amazon? It's on Netflix and Hulu, both. There's okay. one. You said, uh, I'm sorry. Did I say Amazon? Yeah, you said Amazon. Oh, it's on Netflix and Hulu. Okay. All right. Yeah, I wasn't going to jump in and correct you because that was just rude. <laughs> There's some shade. So, 
I'm going. Uh, I, I appreciate that recommendation. If you don't know what the Fire Festival is, look up those documentaries. I'm going to recommend a song by Stephen Wilson Jr. Not related to me, possibly, maybe I don't know. Wish he was. Uh, titled Hometown. Really good. Look it up on Spotify or Apple Music. It's really, really good. Uh, great kind of country throwback song. Who does it now? Stephen Wilson Jr. You probably Hometown. Enjoy it. I Hometown. never heard it. Very nostalgic. When I get nostalgic, it's 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 one that I'd, I'd like to throw on. He's still laughing over there. How old is it? That song? Uh, it is. It's not old. It might be. It's not. It doesn't look like it. But let's see. Song credits. It's uh, written by Marv Green, Tony Lane, and Stephen Wilson Jr. So uh, produced by Benjamin West and Scotty Murray and Stephen Wilson Jr. So um, it doesn't say when it came out. I'm not sure how old the song is, but yeah. You've been on a music kick. I have. I, I, I enjoy music. It's uh, it's it's fun. It's fun stuff. So we're gonna make the mistake of letting our intern slash associate producer Aaron have a recommendation. Aaron, don't embarrass us. Uh, okay, so my recommendation is this guy. His name is David Finch. I've been following his work for a while. He's he's a comic book artist. Oh, here makes we go. a bunch of cool. Like artwork, I think he's a pretty cool guy. So he has, he always does videos. You know, he does Monday night drawings or whatever, and they're really good. I think I think he's pretty cool. <laughs> That's a good recommendation. Yeah, nobody uh, cares, but appreciate it. Um, a good, Finch. Clint. I would like you to finish your story, please. Nope. Please. What's the name of it, Clint? What's the name of that show you're talking about? Ask Aaron if he knows. No, I just, it's called Sasquatch, right? Sasquatch. It's, it's a documentary. Hulu. Hulu. Documentary. I'm Hulu. So done with this episode. 2020 <laughs> was when that song came out. Hometown. Stephen Wilson Jr. So no, I'm just kidding, Aaron. We appreciate your recommendation. Uh, but Clint is Thank done. You. We're done. Clint, are you anything else? Any parting words for Aaron? None that I can say here. You know, I was going to make a comment about your glasses from from last night, but I'm not going to because you're already in a bad mood. <laughs> Because of Aaron. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. So I won't Hold say on, they give, look like give, Drew Carey give glasses. Give but me a little, little microphone, and I'll say Lois Bid wins. Okay. Well, I was just going to make the same joke Hammy made. Yeah. yeah. Well, did he make it on the podcast yesterday? No. It was after the podcast. It was after the podcast. We had a really good time yesterday. We recorded a podcast and then ate Blackstone pizza. Blackstone, was it good? It was really good. We I cooked some chicken wings. We had the beer. Yeah. yeah, and you never gave us any. No, I ate them all. Yeah. <laughs> I used all. Uh, one batch with Berman sauce and one with Frank's sauce. They're both pretty good. I still like Frank's better, though. So don't forget to check us out on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Talk or go home. We're really there. Good. And we're on TikTok. Smoking. We put out behind-the-scenes videos on our TikTok, and it's it's really fun. And if you want to go ahead and like actually watch this and you don't want to get on Spotify, remember you can watch this episode on Spotify and YouTube. It comes out on Spotify on the on the day of release. But then you can actually watch it on YouTube the Monday after it releases. This We release these on Wednesdays and then on YouTube the Monday after it releases. So go ahead and check that out on our YouTube channel. Subscribe, whatever. Like us. Comment. Let us know what you'd like more of. And if you want to go on, there's a link in the show notes. If you want to click on, you can, you can support us. Mm-hmm. Donate some money to the cause if you'd like to help us make the show better. If you if you do support us, we could fire Aaron and actually hire somebody that knows what please. they're doing. Please, please, sir, can, can we have some 
Is this on me? Like, do your job. I'm sitting here going to a montage and... Look, I made a simple joke. Okay, He's you not can gonna finish cut. You still haven't cut to him. Take your plate, sir. I'm done. <laughs> All right. So, don't forget, you can talk. Go on. Why are you on an Alabama kick? We're talking about it. No. We're going to go to the fan club concert at Randy Owens' house in June, and then we're going to go to Sticky Fingers. But don't look up stickyfingers.com. Look up. <laughs> he found out the hard way. <laughs> at school? It was the hard way. Huh? <laughs> hey. We're not going to get any better than that. No, we're not. We're never going to get any better than that. Thank God it's recording, but we can't publish that. Hey, is this recording? Testing one, two.